Yeah, you can go. It's recording. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Movie Ticket Monday, your one-stop shop for all things film review related. My name's Justin alongside your co-host Matt, and today we're taking a look at The Pianist, brought to you in 2002. This film was directed by Roman Polanski, starring Adrian Brody, Amelia Fox, Frank Finlay, and Thomas Crenchman. This film had numerous accolades for putting the Holocaust in real-world context, and it brought three Oscar wins. One was Best Actor in Leading Role, given to Adrian Brody. Two was Best Director to Roman Polanski. And three was Best Writing, Adapted Screenplay to Ronald Harwood. Little summary for the film right there, but let's dive right into it. Matt, give me your one word for this film. Oh boy. <laughs> um the word I wrote down was mediocre. Um but are you kidding? Me? I think it's more I think it's more let let down would probably would probably be a better a better word for me would be let down. But yeah, one of one of the two. So are you kidding me? No, no, I'm not. What's your word? My word for this one is is, is palpable. This film puts you in palpable. a position okay. where you are able to feel what is going on, and, and that's pretty unusual. Um, I think that this film's comparison is that it's stacked up against Schindler's List, and it does a great job of both making the emotion and the sadness and the heartbreak associated with this stain on humanity real for the viewer but it also does a good job of going in a completely different direction than schindler's list which which came out about nine nine ten years prior and so you saying it's a letdown so here's is ridiculous it's so here's 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 the thing about it for me the first 40 minutes was i mean i paused it a few times to walk away because it is so visual and really almost hard to watch in terms of like what on the film what was shown for how they were treated and everything so you're saying you're not and saying that, it was a film critique you're saying it was so disgusting what was going on that it was hard to watch yeah like like it was so like he went into such intricate details about about everything and and some of the scenes, the one that stuck out was where they the, the Germans went into the house um, towards the beginning and they threw the guy in the wheelchair off the off the balcony and then took everyone else and shot him in the street. That that was so, oh my gosh, that yeah, you kind of have to pause it to like compose yourself. And that was the first forty minutes for me, and I was expecting such a roller coaster of of those types of scenes based on what he showed and then the rest of the film was nothing like that what <laughs> are you kidding me well every well, step of this film has something like that it, it, true true but there there came a point with me in the middle to pretty much the entire end until he meets that german officer in the attic where I was just kind of waiting for something to happen, something a little more exciting no. that he just kind of went from place to place. And and I think it was part of the the 
the way he directed it and cut the scenes that I felt like they were kind of sporadic. They kind of ended very quickly and abruptly, some of them. And this, those scenes specifically that were short and just kind of cut off, I feel like didn't, didn't bring what I think he wanted to. And some of them were just like a short bit in the room, in like his room that he was um, hiding in. Um, from you know one of her two of his friends where they they hit him and i i don't know like it it did early on it did i was like oh my gosh what's going to happen to this guy and then you realize oh he's going to survive and it, the rest of the film's just kind of going to be these these moments in time and the the, the uh, until the very end until he meets that officer and tells him to play the piano i was kind of just all right, let's um let's kind of keep this going here. That's the because thing, it was the same thing after same thing. No, it was not. This this film does such a good job and the reason I think that it has so many accolades is because the plot is just one snapshot in time of this guy. This film doesn't have any heroic character arc or anything like that. The the real like final ending is your satisfaction knowing that he survived and it draws it out so eloquently the pain sadness horrifying experiences and the need to survive so well those scenes that drag on in many ways makes you feel like you're dragging on with this guy where he is permanently permanently subject to just like you can't even put in perspective the pain and anguish that this guy had Immediately separated from his family. Oh, absolutely. Kept in Warsaw, doing these tasks, pointed at gunpoint. People are pulled out of the, li- the line and randomly shot. He escapes across, and then he has someone yelling Jew at him when he's up in the attic in that one little loft. Every step of the way, and every time that they zero in on him, in which you see the beard transformation, his frailty develop, it, it really... I did the note point the beard, of the film, and because that was, that was amazing. Yeah, the point of the film is to make the viewer feel his pain of this thing perpetually going. And the entire last and half of it, I'm sitting upright, sometimes standing up with my hands behind my head at the anguish and pain of like being in this perpetual just moment of disgust. <laughs> See, Except I that guy's living it and Roman pain. makes you feel it. I had way more pain in the first 40 minutes by miles well, than that's I did towards the It's not a movie critique if you don't feel as much pain. I mean, the I think that the pain peak was the separation from the family, and that set the expectation of this film is disgusting. This film is to make you feel pain for the, for the, for the Jewish people of Warsaw. That wasn't it for me. It was the first, like, three minutes when the Germans came in and started, like, shooting everyone. and everything. So here's something that I thought throughout the film. I thought that he he really wanted to depict the grotesqueness that was pretty much the entirety of it, but uh, of what happened. But to me, it's almost like the directing put almost more in certain circumstances more importance in the dead people on the street and what they look like than the character and how it affected him because some of those scenes of the kids on the street and 
some of the, the the Jewish people running away and getting shot in the back by the Germans. I thought that was way more grotesque and and eye opening than but this some of the other small cutscenes, especially when he's just sitting in like the houses trying to to not be be found. Yeah, but like, what it the was film is about this guy's journey and they do such a good job of him sitting there, him looking out the window in that second half, watching the war rage on around him. He's completely trapped. And like, you know, it's it's a credit, I would say, you know, to, to Adrian Brody for for really making you not get bored because nothing not much happens. It's it's perpetual suspense, and that's the writing of it and what's going around him. But every moment, you're, you're not getting bored. It's like you're sitting there in the room with him. And that's a testament to his ability to make you feel something for this character, but also the way the film was structured. Yeah. I wasn't bored. And, and, just uh, the, the, the disgust didn't end. I mean, even that woman, he's watching in that one final room, I think, right outside of the German hospital. That woman runs across. She gets shot. Her knees land on the ground. And yeah. her back goes back. And, and then her body slumps over. It's not like you. It's it, her death, the way her body moved was not expected it was not like oh just face first it was this slow drawn yeah. out painful death and where she's experiencing paralysis had... and collapses it, it was it was disgusting yeah i know but he put so much thought into how that dead body moved because that's and what how that to call your attention to towards i know but i feel like some of the that character development might have been lost a little no. bit in that there was how it more affected him watching that the only ding that i have for this film and it honestly was solved by the end is the pianist theme didn't kick in until that German officer at the end. Yeah. He's a pianist. He's good. You know that, but the piano theme, and then he goes into the one loft and he sees the piano and he starts playing as if he's playing, you know, with his hands above the keyboard, but, but the pianist theme doesn't kick in until he plays for that German officer. And that's the only ding of this film. But in many ways, you know, to me, he brings out the hardships and is able to utilize pianist not as the primary theme, but more so a bridge to give the viewer the experience of surviving the Holocaust firsthand. Does that make sense? That's fair. I I, I did write. I I wrote down that ding for um. I don't the think it's a ding by well, the end of and it. And you're though. right. Because this film it's is not, not about the pianist. It's about it a guy come... surviving the Holocaust and what he has to True. do to survive. I was survive. just expecting it to be a little more. Now, that, that scene where he plays for the officer, wow, I, that, was yeah, that was suspense. Incredible. That's what I expected for more of the film. Is uh, Now, I, I, didn't read, I didn't read his memoir or anything like that, but I expected a few more interactions with people or officers or something rather than because it was silent like he didn't speak for yeah, a good but portion of that middle suspense film. you don't know who's gonna bust through the door and also that silence really really makes you feel his abandonment at one point like i wrote it down in my notes he's looking out the window at that wall and he's locked in he didn't lock himself in he's starting to starve and i'm like this guy is going weeks and weeks, months and months alone. The only contact is when someone brings him a loaf of bread. And you feel that. It is palpable. That's why this, the word for this film is palpable. 
because you feel I'm not saying it's not, and it's very powerful it's too. It's abandonment. I, I don't know. I, How do you do? I, not, I think like, based on the first forty minutes. No, it is. It is. But I don't know I what you're. I don't know like what you're if, upset if he's about. Stuck. I'm. I'm not saying I'm upset at all. I'm it not saying like, like I'm. I'm mad at this film. I just. I'm not upset. I just thought that based on that first 40 minutes of how intense it was, I thought that intensity with the interaction with German soldiers and like that one late when he ha- when he got out of um, his first place he was staying in and that lady said, show me your ID card. You're a, you're a Jew. And she that was an intense scene. I was expecting a little more of that. No, but the you needed the build up. You needed him to be alone. You needed him to reach up. Oh, you I knew know. what was going to happen when he broke you the can plates. Have that. that was suspense. That was pain. I know. You and felt you the pain. It. You knew exactly what was going to happen when he reaches up there to try and find food and he breaks the plates. You knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And you still you did. felt the pain. I don't know if I th- and when he sprints down those steps, you're like, holy shit, this guy's about to die. But he didn't die. And then later, when the freaking tank blows up his other loft, you're like, this guy's dead now. He trips over the one dead body that's burning in the stairwell. Like, like the, the shots and like most of my notes for this film, in, are, it's similar to Schindler's List in that so much of the memorable parts of this film is less about character, less about development, in my opinion, but more so it is designed to call attention to like the greatest tragedy in, in human history. And like even his dad getting punched on the sidewalk and then the German telling him that Jews can't walk on the sidewalk. They need to walk in the gutter. You feel that pain when they're counting the money and they're like, where do we hide this? Choose the violin. You feel that pain in part because you know that they're never going to see that violin again. Like and, and, and in part, like, you know, for the viewer and whatnot, like we have Jewish heritage and like my grandma who is Jewish won't travel to Germany. She's traveled to 67 countries and she won't travel to Germany because of the atrocities committed during the Holocaust. And I take special attention to to films like The Pianist, like Schindler's List that call attention to it because you really, really feel feel the pain. And it's an impressive job, one, to be able to design it in that way. And I, I was reading an article about Adrian Brody who like had depression in the year after filming this because of the atrocities that he was required to portray as being seen, right? His acting in this film is so impeccable. It's like you're there. And at the end of the day, it's a normal guy who's being able to show that emotion. Um, Yeah, you know. Sorry, that was a little bit of a rant. But like, I was blown away by this film. And I don't think I had that expectation. My bar was Schindler's List, which like makes me cry multiple times every, every single time I watch it. And... You know, this does a really good job of putting it in a different perspective, but still so, so candidly just showing you the atrocities that occurred without sugarcoating it at all. It is so raw. That's fair. So for, for me, a, a small other point, and, and uh, it was just for me personally, that middle part was to me a little slightly hard to, a little more hard to follow because they put up some of the dates 
But then sometimes they didn't for like 40 minutes. And I was not quite sure how much time went by or, you know, the period or, or, or certain things that I thought could have been better. So in terms of when you say months by himself and everything, I have no doubt that that was hard to pick up in the film because you didn't well, fully I mean, know. He you didn't know he slept like a 1942 and the, yeah, but the then, Russians but then didn't the liberate other... until 1945. I know, but a lot of the dates were in 43. So Right, because that was that's where, why I mean, historically speaking, you had what was it? The the Warsaw Prize, whatever it was called, the one you see there, I think it was 43 or 44 that gets quelled that's like right outside of his window. Um Yeah. And and I I just um, thought it was a little hard to kind of depict how long specifically and and that would have helped me to understand, wow, this man's been alone for three months with only four people walking in to give him bread, where I thought it was a little lacking because, and that's where I, I think some I of the scenes were where they cut short. So that was, that was kind of just another thing of, of why I, I, I kind of said, I don't agree with that. That's fine. It was also <laughs> a little long. I didn't. And think I think that's because of this, the middle film. I th- that, but that's because I was I was kind of. Do you ever just watch one film and be like, "Wow, that was that was that was impressive"? Do I? This is a two and a half hour yeah. film about the Holocaust. I don't think there's a too long here. Were you bored? I don't know if I was bored, but I'm telling you, in the center there, I was I was waiting. I was waiting for an interaction for something because when that's he was the just hot take, that first... that's the hot take of the day because I think that's. That's incredibly that's fine. hot and wrong. I, I I was waiting for something more in the middle when he was in that first room where sometimes the people would come and then sometimes he was just sitting there and then the scene would cut and nothing really happened. And I, I just thought some of those scenes were not necessary or they could have been done better. I completely or longer disagree. To, those to show that emotion. Dragged it out in a way that made you feel like you were there alone with him. I, I remember thinking in the one where the guy, when he first gets out of the ghetto, the guy hides him in the basement behind that bookshelf next to the guns. I just remember thinking yeah. he has to sit in there for like 20 hours. It was the next day afternoon in a cramped compartment that was like two feet deep. Couldn't lay down, sitting on a pillow in complete darkness behind that bookshelf. And I just remember thinking, like, holy shit. Like, that's horrible. Like, you don't yeah. know who this guy is. You're blindly trusting that he'll come open that up for you in 20 hours. But you're so desperate to survive and have nowhere to go that you do it anyway. Yeah. So many well, small things like that I noticed. And it had a big effect on me. In the, in the, in the, when he was in the room alone, the mold on the potato the frailty that he experienced if you notice by the end this guy is trudging in a suit that does not fit him at all he has a beard he looks like he kind of looks like a a rat a human form of a rat because in many ways that's that's what the germans have demoralized him to be and it does such a phenomenal job of showing you that and so i didn't get bored because those were the small things that i saw I'm not taking away from Brody's ability. I mean, his acting ability was well worth the Oscar, no question. I'm talking more about the the writing slash maybe directing of it, because you're right. Like I, 
100% noticed his beard and his hair growing longer and his body thinning, which puts, I guess, goes to show that the, the film itself went into such detail, which is why I think he also won a director because he, he put such intricate detail into this. I'm not, I, I'm leaving, I mean, Brody is not even part of my problem. It's more the, the writing and directing that was more because he did i mean he did a phenomenal job there's no other word for it but i just felt like and and here's the other thing they spent 40 minutes the first 40 minutes was with his family if the family wasn't really going to be that much of a part then i think cut it back or if they were i think have some sort of little better back because you could tell him and his brother and his sister they weren't that close and to kind of, brother I thought, show it a that's, little that's more of, I, have, but. I know, and to show a little more of that, it might not have been good, but the things you regret while they, you know, sent them off on the train and everything, and maybe the, the hardship says, I wish and we the were crying closer. and stuff says, might have been you. okay. I, I, he says, I wish yeah. we were closer to his sister and she said, thank you. Like, I, I disagree with that. I. I think his family in there was the I most think if important you put that, part you for adding character development and depth, if that's what you care about here. You feel gut-wrenching when he gets pulled out of that line by that, that, that Jewish police officer. And like up until that point, you, ne- you needed that family he saved to show the ghetto experience. Yeah, he saved him. But like while he saved him, you were cringing with the pain of his dad turning back. It was these small shots of his dad turning back, you know, looking for, for Spielman or whatever. And you feel that separation pain, knowing that you're never going to see them again. And for him surviving that moment, being separated, the survivor's guilt, knowing that his family's about to go die in the extermination camps. Like I felt that, I don't know. I, I, I completely like, I think the family was important in establishing and taking you through the ghetto experience, through the hardships. I thought they were extremely important, and I would have liked more of it. It's also based on a true story, and the sad part is his family died. <laughs> his whole family know, was exterminated. Like They got separated. That's, That's where that... St- the, the, I think what hits for me, and to, to your point, is while you wanted more, the tragic part is like their story ended there the family's Very connection point, ended yeah. in that moment i don't know like even when he's leaving the train that's station right. as his parents get on there's just dead bodies there and and that's that's what got horrifying. me the most is he went into such incre- yeah horrifying and such in- intricate detail about how they were laying what you could assume happened to them and it shocked me yeah I, think. I mean, there were so many shocking, gruesome scenes in there so, that I was not fully expecting. Um, this is an interesting re- review because, you know, this isn't like No Country for Old Men, which objectively sucked, you know, and you can have all of these critiques. For for me, I think it's just more so observations, you know, calling to attention, like, the, the hardship and, and everything like that. What, what always gets me, and Matt, have you seen Schindler's List? No, actually, no. I have not. We're going to have to do that one at some point. Maybe we'll line that up with like... Anniversary I'm trying to wait so we can do some of these films and you're you're passing me, though you probably watched it years ago, but... I've seen it a few times. But like, when you see something like The Band of Brothers or The Pacific, you, you get this feeling of 
you know, bravery, um, you, you know, empowerment. You see Saving Private Ryan, the heroics and, and stuff like that. And, you know, the flip side of it is they say it at one point of 500,000 Jews, only 60,000 are alive, you know, at one point. And like, it, it really puts it in perspective if you put yourself in that position or when he's in line and he's working, you know, in the ghetto and everything, and they just pull six guys out. It was the one guy when they went to the other side outside of the ghetto and they were working on that wall or something. The one guy talking to him saying, don't talk to that woman, they'll hang her. And then that guy gets pulled out of line and is just popped in the head. Zero, zero control over, over, you know, what he can do. Zero control. And, you know, with all of that, it just makes you think like, it, it just puts it all in perspective how disgusting it all was. And like, I, I, that's what this film like calls attention to. It's like, you probably, we probably would have died, you know? when you put it in those statistical terms, yeah. all the lives lost and everything, it just like, it makes you think, um, yeah. and, like you feel for it. I guess, I guess, I guess the, the, the fact that it was a memoir and solely kind of about him, I, I guess I saw the boy in the striped pajamas, which was had its moment of worseness, but was a different type of film because there was interaction. There was different types of things. This one was just pretty much straight depression. I don't know. Part part of me, <laughs> it's weird. When I was watching it, I immediately thought of. Do you remember that book in grade school um, called Night by Ellie Weasel Weisel about when he was like a boy in the Holocaust and it yes, was about I his do. entire thing. Yeah, the author reminded me. Yep. Yeah, I yep. kind of slightly drew parallels to that, and after watching this, nothing to take away from anything like his experience was god awful but to me i think a, a a a film i would love to see night as a film i just think that it would i don't know i don't really know where i was going with that but i i when i was watching the movie that's what draw the drew the parallel to to night and i thought it was going to be a little bit more about that or like that yeah. um rather than him surviving in the city by himself yeah i didn't know what to expect this was one of the few films where i didn't read anything about it i didn't well it's it's weird i i i wrote that i feel like the way that this film was put together it had its scenes but i almost feel like i would have rather read the memoir than watched the film first i mean the reason i thought it was incredibly interesting is you know, Schindler's uh, striped pajamas, I know, like they go into the camps, right? I haven't seen striped pajamas, but the boy, in, right? He's growing up in the camps. Like, isn't he? In uh, it's or just something? the, it's, it's, yeah, well, it's not really grown up. It's just a child, yeah, a Jewish dad. child in a camp meets a Jewish child of uh, a German officer and right. they become friends. Yeah. So, and then so the end scene is kind of exactly what you expect. This is but, the first Holocaust film that doesn't go into the camps for me i think and that was really interesting like you say you've seen the ghetto experience you, you see the ghetto experience in schindler's list and, and some other stuff like but i mean he survived without going to the camps the only other survival stories of the holocaust i've seen are the people who miraculously didn't get murdered in the camps right yeah and so i thought that gave yeah. interesting perspective of like 
like Warsaw, Poland was gone at the end. There's that one scene where he almost breaks his ankle and he's trudging along and just every house is just obliterated. And like, it it makes you think like I'm living in a nice apartment in a city (laughs) and you know, I have a job that pays me money for those guys, for those people, their home was destroyed. Their active currency and whatever wealth that they had was destroyed as well. You could have been generationally rich. If you were Jewish, you were probably going to die. And at best, you'd survive with nothing. Like that's, uh, it's just, it's like mind boggling to me. I'm a big history guy. And like, that's why I appreciated seeing stuff like that. It makes you think about that. It is. But I am going to point out one thing that I think the, I think Spielman, I think some of that internal conflict you previously said was like the premise of the movie. I thought at certain points wasn't fully there. That's not what they were trying to portray towards the end. The last like 40 minutes. Yes, that's what I got. But in the middle, especially when he, when he saved from the line and going on the trains and then he's working for that 30 minute period. I think there could have been more there before all hell breaks loose and he has to start running. I think a little more internal conflict or realizing what's happening could have been there. Cause I didn't really see it on his face. I didn't really see it in his actions. Um, so that's, that's the only, I would say the only time you really see it is when that kid is crawling under the wall and he pulls him and the kid's back clearly breaks and dies immediately. I have that as a thing. And he breaks down. I I do agree with you actually. I mean, But I don't I know. If, I don't know if that was there. in the that's character. The only... that, that's where, like, I don't know what this design was. But you but don't but get if the you go through that, for him. no. But if you if you go through that, you absolutely would be more emotionally distraught than what he portrayed. And I, I think a small bit, just a small bit, has to do with Brody. I think most of it has to do with the directing and the scenes. But nonetheless, that's my only actual ding. Because this was such an emotional film that I thought the entirety of him should have been extremely emotional. And I didn't see it for that that bit after he um after he was separated from so, from his family. You know, so that's my ding. Everything else is kind of just a personal I, I, I'll give thing. You that. I mean, the only flip side, and like I kind of agree with you, but you know, this is where the art of the filmmaking comes in. So like Roman Polanski, Polanski, whatever. Um was a Holocaust survivor. Both of his parents died. Um, mm-hmm. Krakow ghetto, not not Warsaw, but you know, he was tenish around the time of this, and so he's able to combine his experience bouncing around foster homes to survive under false identities after his parents are taken away. You know, you're combining that with you know, the memoir experience and, and, you know, all the information that comes with, with Spielman in this. And I think there's an appreciation for that though. I do agree. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's what I thought. The, I, I, I had the same impression I would say early on, but by the end, like I could see that happening. You know, if you see a dead body on the street for the first time and ha- being like, whoa, you know, having some emotional distract, being emotionally distraught with that. But by the end, I just got the impression that this guy was cut down to nothing by the experience and that he didn't have any emotional capacity to feel pain. 
they took everything away from and the that's sky. Fine. I would expect that. But in the I early part, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I say. And and oh and I just think that the 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 family, how much of the film it took up. I don't know. I, so to me, after watching this memoir, I think that memoirs might be a hit or miss as a film because it's about the person's life. And are you saying this was a miss? I don't know, dude. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying this was a full miss, but I'm not saying it was an eno- enormous hit either. So to me, here's what I say at the end. I say this is a film that I'm happy I saw, but will won't. It's not worth a second viewing. It, I won't see it again, partially because of what I said in terms of what I thought about the film, and partially because of the grotesqueness of the film. So I think it's a one and done type of film. I don't think it's a rewatchable film. Maybe that's my hot take. Maybe all of it's a hot take for this entire thing. I'm not sure. So, but that's what I say. All right. What's your rating? Are, are we there yet? Are, oh, are we no, going to talk about like? We don't have I thought. I. What else you got? So I, I talked a little bit about the um, about this like the the cut scene, the scenes and how they were cut. So I thought the I don't know. It was I guess it wasn't the style that I'm used they do to. Have, or what they I do like. have sharp cuts. It the screen completely goes yes. out. Um, and there's no transition really. Um. Yeah, so that that but was that, doesn't that make you feel alone? And kind I didn't of? like it. I can see that, but it did not do that for me. I was like, "Wait, where's the you know where's the finish of the scene?" I I felt like they missed something sometimes. Um. Yeah. So, but let me talk. Let I. I don't know, you know, how they filmed it. If they, I, I clearly some of it was in some sort of street or something. But the scenery, whatever it happened to be, whether it was some sort of stage or some sort of, you know, in the actual city of some sort, was amazing. I thought, yeah, like the the blown out buildings, um, the streets, the how it was portrayed of how they were living was amazing. And that's why I sometimes thought that I thought the director was more interested in the scenery and how the dead bodies and, and how it looked rather than what was should have been the focus on Spielman and how he was feeling and how he was going through all of this. So I, I sound like I didn't like the film. It was it was it was all right. I mean, I'm not going to give it a, an extremely high rating because I didn't think it deserves that. But he did a, a very great job acting. I don't know what other films came out, but I can see him at least being nominated for the acting because especially that last 45 minutes or hour showing him lose the weight and the hair and everything, you see it. But yeah, so um, that's what I had. And the acting for everyone else, I thought the family did great. Um, His best, his his close woman friend who helped him, um, her and her husband helped him find that place and everything. I mean, she was such a small character. I don't know. I didn't. It didn't really click for me a hundred percent with her acting or or some of the things. I don't know. Personal preference. Very small. I thought she was going to have a bigger presence after the fact. But once again, though, you're dealing with a memoir here, so. She's married, you know, it's 1940. Yeah. You know, this isn't, this isn't a romanticized That's drama fair. where they run away together. You know, <laughs> that was what I, I did think that though. I was yeah. like, cause at the beginning, she has this small part, but it's significant. She's an, in, yeah, she's introduced really early and you kind of wonder what happens to her. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. And and yeah, I, I don't know. It was just interesting. It, it was an interesting film put together because I don't know the way that it flowed, the, the proportion of family at the beginning with not really showing the actual relationship. Because to me, I thought when he said, I wish I knew you better to, to sister, I thought was misplaced given the fact that I knew nothing about his sister for one, nor really the past of Spielman either. So I was like, okay, I, I feel like you didn't have a great relationship, but it certainly didn't hit me the way I feel like that statement should have been hit of like regret knowing that it's about to end I didn't feel their heartstring or why he's, I mean, why he said it. That's why I feel like either you have to shorten the family for first 40 minutes or you have to lengthen it or just put in more of the family relationship if you're going to say something like that. Now yeah. that I talk about it, I feel like I didn't like it as much as no, you're I not. feel you're like kind, I should have. You're, you're, you're vastly critiquing it. And, you know, I think this film can lend itself to the critique of its slow there's no climactic moment of suspense um but you know i'll revert back and this is kind of a cop-out answer but i that was how this was designed you know there aren't heroes really except for this german officer in this film because largely there weren't heroes in the holocaust at one point having sixty thousand out of five hundred thousand alive goes to show just the raw atrocity you know it doesn't romanticize it i think that's what i'm getting at you know comparing to band of brothers like that romanticizes being a hero here there's no hero this is just a guy trying to survive in the worst circumstances created in human history true i i want to talk about the german officer at the end who helped him though because I was very scared when you first saw his boots oh, and you're yeah. like, oh shit, you're this is it out. for him. Yep. But then you learn to actually like the guy because he's kind. He brings him bread and everything and jam while he's up you there while sad when you working find out downstairs. He dies. You know, you see him in the camp. He dies. And you feel bad, right? And or is that, that could yeah. have been just and the <laughs> fact that No, 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 you're right. And the fact that um spielman went back to the place where they were held and he wasn't there you're like oh you know what as bad as awful as it was what happened to him because of the germans he went back i guess in hopes or thinking that he would like to help this guy because he helped him and he didn't get that opportunity so i did some reading after that german officer so um you know this is all based on true story he was captured and he was sent to a a Soviet camp um, and Spielman did try after getting his name to get him back. Um, but to basically bargain with the Soviets saying this guy helped, it wasn't just Spielman that this guy saved um, in historical accounts. He helped save several Jews, but it wasn't enough. And the guy died in 1952 and in, in the German camp. And man, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And they show the family on his desk when he's signing the papers, you're like, who is this new guy? He's signing the papers and they show his family. And you put that in context once again, you know, to the fact that there's no hero here and there's no happy ending here at all. You know, Spielman survived. And I, I thought that exact way. But it was with enormous luck, right? How many times was there a lineup? And this is why I think that there, there was no like heroic design to it. 
Think about how many lineups there were where they would just pull randomly someone out and pop him in the head. Dead. That's yep. just dumb luck that he survived here's, that day. Here, here's what I think is the quote. If we're talking about his survival, here's what I think the quote and why I think it fits perfectly, unlike what he said to his sister. When the German officer said, it must be just, he said, thank God, because he must want you to survive yeah, when he sent the bread at the last time. Then, I yeah. thought that was absolutely perfect for this because you're right. All the times that he almost ran into people, he played dead in the streets. I mean, that stuff is complete luck. Yeah. Um, and whether you believe in a higher power or not, you're a lucky guy one way or another. Yeah. I mean, so, you yeah. could have the biggest believer ever and they still could have been the one getting popped in the street, you know, but, but the German officer yeah. having a tragic ending for trying to search for moral redemption at the end here. Once again, reaffirms that like, you know, there's no hero. More here. Sucks, even more your hero, no, even no your hero doesn't have a happy ending. And it's very humble. No. Yeah. You know, it was. Yeah. I mean, I, from, from that moment on, I love, I mean, I, I loved that, that part where he meets the German and then he, the German helps him. I loved, that was my, I think my favorite part of the film. Yeah. I don't know if it was cause it was a little more uplifting, but you also knew after all the bad things that those German soldiers did, there was at least one guy who knew some sort of moral compass and knew what they were doing was wrong. Yep. And that was nice to see. Because you're right, like they would choose people in in the line, lay them down on the ground, and just the one guy went shot them all in the head, and that is that is so horrifying. I think, yeah, I think if I had one to critique, one watch and to to watch in a film. Yeah, I agree. I think if I had one critique, yep. with the exception of when he's playing the piano in front of the German officer, this film largely doesn't have music. Or when it does, the music isn't eye-popping. You know, it's it's not a masterpiece, in my opinion. The background music, I'm saying. Or like when he's casually playing the piano in that diner in the ghetto, that, that restaurant in the ghetto. You know, whatever it, whatever it is, it was not blown away. Like Schindler's List, the music from that is like, you recognize it immediately snap of a finger you know you have some of these other dramatic films you'll recognize the music because it's such an important component and that is not the case with this one and the reason i think that is is because it's meant to be raw you know this film was able to captivate my emotional capacity by the end without much of an emotional driver right in terms of music schindler's list you hear the song and it makes you tear up this one i i don't have that feeling you know um, I don't have that song except at the end when yeah. he's playing for the German officer. And it's pretty interesting to be able to drive yeah. a film's emotion without a significant um, sound piece. You know, I, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But as as a fan of um of like jazz type of music and piano, old school music, when he was playing, though, it was great. Like the song he played yeah, for the German no, officer, I, I loved it. I loved listening to it. But you're right. But you know what? You said it before. I think that goes to show the aloneness he was feeling exactly if that's that's just a, a, yeah. a, a pushback for that but yeah you're and, right. and you know you, john williams did the music for schindler's list and this film didn't need mm -hmm. john williams masterpiece for schindler's list to drive the emotion you know you still felt it you, yeah i mean you did but i think it could have helped i mean 
Maybe. I think certain situations maybe, it might have helped. You know, that's where I like the director design. This is an artwork for them. You know, and, yeah. And... Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, um, what's your what's your rating? So I think this film overcomes expectations. Um, I, I think it really it it caught my attention, and it really I liked the I I loved the historical Warsaw aspect to this. It was something that I had never seen before. I like how it was portrayed. And the fact that it was designed by an, an autobiography of a survivor and directed by a guy who survived in the Krakow ghettos, it, it, it makes you think that this is a close representation of what happened. And I really enjoyed that. I thought the acting from Adrian Brody was good. Um, I was never bored. I was sitting literally on the edge of my seat. And at one point with like 30 or 45 minutes left, I'm, I'm literally on the edge of the couch, not sitting back on the edge. And I'm like, why am I on the edge right now? And nothing has happened. And to be able to cultivate that sort of attention with, with such minimal activity, I think is such, such an impressive skill set um, and, and design of it. And, you know, I'd give it, I'd give it a, I'd give it a solid eight and a half. Okay. Um, eight and a half. Wow. Okay. I was a fan. I really enjoyed it. I, um, I really enjoyed it. I give it a six and a half. I, I initially gave it a seven, but after talk, what? after like talking through all the stuff, yeah, you were not after very talking through all the stuff. I give it a six film, and a half. Man. I'm kind of dumbfounded. I think you hate every film. Viewers, no, no, should, I should, loved Interstellar. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't freaking love Interstellar? To to the viewership out there, oh, of course. We're yeah. we're gonna pose this question to our wide, wide, wide net of viewers. Does Matt hate every film? Leave a comment below. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. It, I mean, it, it really it really seems like you have a very high standard for it. And this is I'm gonna I'm gonna start some fireworks here. But I think it's a lack of appreciation for the process of designing a film and the artistic talent of a director to create what they want to create. No, Oh, right, goes you're the dynamite, baby. Here's, here's the thing for me. Oh, suck it, Lafleur. So, <laughs> here's the thing: we're picking these films from the top 250 of all time based on user review. That's what IMDb is. So, I'm expecting extreme greatness from most of these films, and I think some of but them fall short. I think you're wrong, but that's okay. I mean, I think we can pick. We can this. pick like a. I mean, well, you should if if we're talking about the 18th, 45th best film that users rated of all time, it should have a high bar. Well, yeah, but you know, you got to think about the review in the context context of the film itself. You once critiqued me for rating films right. against each other in terms of number. Like, how do you can you know compare the pianist against Interstellar? You don't. You analyze each film independently. Yeah. But you didn't like this film, and especially since we're doing half points, you didn't like this film, and I don't know what more you could want. It was to worth enjoy the first the watch, film. but I will not watch it again. Yeah, I don't know what more you could want from it, really. And I don't think you you've built your case a, a few uh, times, but I don't think your case is good this time. That's all I'll say. 
I honestly, I thought this was my best case. I at least no. pointed out multiple things that I thought I, I really could have been a little better. Honestly, rather than just actually, saying one thing. Let me rephrase that comment. Most of your cases are pretty bad, but <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh my god, you, you inconsiderate. I mean, it's it's true. I'm, I'm. This is where we need feedback from the viewers. Leave a comment below. I'm I'm genuinely curious to get some thoughts on this. Mostly to hopefully reaffirm. Yeah, well, my see, here's the thing: we don't have a comment process. below. This is a, this is a podcast. There is no comment below. Right into so, us at uh, do what's us the name a of favor. Our podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, now just email us. Email us. Movie ticket Monday at aol.com. And that's not actually the address. no, 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 <laughs> no. Movie ticket Monday, and yeah. And also, you know, if you if you feel like you would like to review a film and be be on the episode, send us the email as well, and we'll uh, we'll happily uh, reach out to you and well get you on yep. an episode. Okay. Well, I gave my weekly scolding. Oh, I was going to to Matt because it's deserved most times. But I always get scolded. But uh, that's all we have. You for know you today. what? Oh yeah, go ahead. I, I, I leave it to you to come up with a hot take next time because I've had a hot take more or less every single film. I need you, you to have, takes. even if it's something amazing. If this was not at 50 minutes know. right now, I would give you an amazing hot take for this film that you wouldn't really like. We'll do it next week, though. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. But no, now you have to say it. If you have something for this film, you have to say it. We don't have to go into it, but you have to say it. Unless you actually don't and you're BSing. No, no. I mean, my, my opening is stuff. A lot of the stuff we talked about is like this film makes you feel so much by doing so little in terms of con conventional directing capability. Okay. I'll allow that. I don't know. I would say it's just a take. No, I'll, I'll allow that. That's not a hot take. You're right. I agree. Because I think it didn't you know, land. I'll, I'll toast you next week. But uh, thank you for checking okay, in with fine. us. So. Um, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Monday. Yeah, fuck you. Thanks for checking in on movie. <laughs> thanks okay, for shut up. I'm doing this. Thanks for checking in on Movie Ticket Monday. You got Justin and Matt. We'll be back here next week taking a look at Christopher. No, no, no. Redo that. Redo that. Are we are, are we going to do the weekly or are we going to start doing every other week? Oh, all right. Just say next time on movie ticket monday just thanks for checking in today with justin and matt here on movie ticket monday next time we'll be taking a look at christopher nolan's the prestige which i've seen many times and this is probably a top four film so please check in oh my for me to yeah, absolutely really? roast roast i will passionately toast your ass in this review if you have any bad things to say about it so i look forward to it Sorry, that was a little aggressive bring for it. you all, but bring it to the limit. 